What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. It's Good been a. Well, still feeling the aftermath of last week. Eh? It was a very busy news week last week. Eh? Yeah. And now it's like the calm after the storm. Today is like what Mondays used to feel like. <laughs> la. What life was like before before Tan Chuan Jin. Yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> Pre, not just Tan Chuan Jin, the, the, force, the four musketeers. La. Mm. The four musketeers, right? Because this time last week, Singapore was, was I don't think anyone was doing work in the office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're recording on Monday afternoon. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, still a lot of things in the news. Mm. Uh, some political, some not so political. Yes, yes. Which we will jump into. Yeah. But how was your weekend, man? It was okay. Uh, busy weekend. Mm. I think we all uh, there's a bit of work over the weekend. But mm. uh, looking forward to recording this lah. I think mm. because there's just so many things going on right now that are worth talking about lah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, it's just like worth talking about in the sense that. For me, like certain things we're going to talk about, I don't even mm. know what to think of yet. Yeah. But we're just going to talk about it. Yeah. Because maybe people out there, I assume people out there are in a similar state mm. where you hear so much in the news, but you're still wrapping your head around it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But before we jump into that, yeah. what's the one thing that we wanted to plug? Uh, just a just a invite if, mm. if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, but haven't checked out our social media. Yeah, you can find us on Reddit, on Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, especially Reddit, lah, where it's mm. more vibrant than ever. Yeah, uh, people are posting stuff every day, which is great. Uh, and yeah, just check it out. Yeah, do check us out on Reddit. Yeah, man. But yes, shall we jump right into it then? Yes. Okay. So, so there was a lot of news over the past week uh, about politics, the scandals, mm. Uh, mm. the gossip. But over the weekend, there was a, a sad piece of news that came out. Mm. Um, on Friday, Friday night actually, uh, it was something that was reported by the Singapore Police Force uh, on online. They issued a Facebook post that talked about the unnatural death of a police officer. Mm. Uh, and the sad story is that on 21st July at about 4.55 p.m., mm. the police received a call for assistance uh, at a block in Yishun. A 35-year-old man was found motionless at the foot of the block, uh, was unconscious, was brought to the hospital where he subsequently passed away. And this was actually a police officer. Um, and I mean, his name is is out. Uh, it was Yuvaraj, son of Gopal. Mm. Uh, and, and even Shamugam posted later that night that there was a post that was put up by this individual on Facebook on the day itself that mm. talked about the struggles he faced and the uh, uh, alleged racial discrimination he experienced while at the Singapore Police Force. Yeah. So there's been investigations that have been kicked off. Um, his his wake was today, his funeral, mm. and Shamugam attended out of respect. Yeah. But it has brought to light a lot of talk about bullying at the workplace mm. and racial discrimination. Yeah. Um, but 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 how how did you deal with this news? I mean, to come out on a Friday night, right? Yeah. Over yeah. the weekend, what was how how did you find out about this news? Yeah, over the news. But um, the timing wise, don't forget about the fact that last Friday was literally Racial Harmony Day in Singapore oh, as well. Oh shit! So it's a you know. Uh, racial relations obviously always uh, can be a very tense topic, right? Mm. But Friday was supposed to be the celebration of what we have in Singapore, uh, racial mm-hmm. harmony. 
Uh, and this, I think, uh, it's quite. That's why it's quite jarring for people so to read and hear about this, lah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like right now, so this the the person's Facebook post has been taken down. Mm. But uh, I mean, if it's it's sad, lah. It's mm. very sad mm. what he wrote. Yeah. Um. There, there has been corrobor- corroborated by certain other people who supposedly work at SPF. Mm. Um. And feels like there's there's something going on, lah. Yeah. Yeah. There's something going, but to be honest, when I read this, I am right now struggling to kind of wrap my head around it because, mm. like, uh, I mean, you read his account; it's fucking sad. Um, mm. it, it it's terrible. Uh, what has happened? But even like apparently the 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 things he brought up back in even 2015, yeah, were investigated. Um, were unsubstantiated. He yeah. was. Posted, I think, to six different departments in nine years uh, at the at his own request. Yeah. So I look at it. I'm like, oh shit! If that happened, it's damn sad. But what's going to happen next? Yeah. Um. And I think like you're starting to hear the Singapore Police Force, you know, making statements about what they're investigating as well, right? Yeah. Uh, about his performance at work and things like that. But uh, the truth is, it is still very early in the process, right? Yeah. So. It's important to also take that into consideration, uh, that that uh, we are only hearing one side of the story so far. Yeah, and it's been painted as a it's quite an ugly picture, uh, right? Mm. Regardless, so um, yeah, you know, uh, it, it's it's a difficult read, and the corroborating accounts that you hear from people who work with him and all that uh, also make it even more painful, uh, right? Uh, yeah, but at the same time, again, because it's a workplace dispute that where we're only hearing one side of it now. Uh, I think it's very important that yeah that there is a very thorough investigation into some of these allegations because uh. some of them, you know, even just coming from the the workplace and all that lah, right? Mm. Uh, some of these things about workplace, uh, you know, how be, how you're treated at the workplace or if you're ostracized and things like that. Uh, oftentimes you hear stories like that, but there's always like another side to the story lah, right? Yeah. About the person's individual work performance and and all. Uh, so yeah, I, I've learned over the years. It's it's very hard to judge, like especially when it comes to work, your work environment, as mm. and as well as your uh, personal relationships, like, right? Whether it's as in your you know your relationship, your spouse or partner or anything like that. Mm. There's often two sides to the story. Uh, the difference is that in the workplace, that can and should be documented, lah. A lot of the things that uh, happen in the workplace. So mm. I'm hoping that if they do have an investigation and all that, that they are also very able to be very transparent with uh, everything that's going on and what kind of how how they're investigating this whole thing, like right? Because mm. yeah, like, anytime the the environment work environment at one of our public institutions is taken into question, uh, it's a very big accusation and needs to be thoroughly uh, verified, lah. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean even now in the news, the certain articles do document the challenges that he had faced over the years. Mm, mm, mm. Um, um, he, he there was coaching to address his performance issues. Yeah, uh, there was additional leave granted because yeah. of his personal uh, issues. There was counseling and psychological assistance afforded to him. Mm, mm. Uh, there was a he was assigned a para counselor. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So 
there probably will be a lot of investigations in this because I think just a few weeks ago there was another article about how the rate of suicides in Singapore is mm. is 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 increasing amongst like. the youth, right? Yeah, the highest, amongst the youth, highest in like decades the, or something. Yeah, exactly. And and in in view of the current climate in general, mm. uh, it just feels like people are fucking stressed. Mm. Um, and I think for uniform groups especially, because I remember right, even in NS, yeah. when I was in infantry, you mm. were also in infantry. Mm. But when we talk to our friends in the police, right? Yeah, I know sometimes they the it's it's get it's made fun of. You know, mm. you oh you're not hardcore, you never go army. But if you think about it, in for their NS, they are doing real life mm. missions. Yeah, real life raids. And and there's one thing about training in peacetime. You know, like anyone mm. who's been through army in Singapore, you go through the drill like bang 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 yeah, bang yeah, bang bang. Yeah. You literally make the noise with your mouth. Yeah, I don't know whether that still happens, but right from police, those who went, everyone had a story, mm, you mm. know? And I think, yeah, there's one thing about everyone's feeling stressed, but frontline workers, especially when there's an element of danger, yeah, there's a threat to your life uh, at least a couple of times, oh, that can be, that can be tough. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think you make a good point that it's, yeah, they deal with real world situations. Yeah. So it might not even be dangerous, but it can be very disconcerting, very stressful. Yeah. Like, you know, dealing with a domestic dispute. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, even over the weekend, I was just going out to watch a movie and this, uh, this was close to midnight already and there were people, police were like trying to hold off two groups of people who wanted to fight in Suntec City. Uh. Is it? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> Friday night, <laughs> group of adults, another group of adults mm. and um, different, just eager to point out racial so harmony or not different, racial? different races oh, two ma. groups of different races of people uh. Uh, yeah so you know so they have to deal with these things and I can I just was walking past and I could hear the policeman really trying to calm everyone down uh, you mm. know more than anything and just trying to you know let us handle this I understand you're very emotional blah blah so yeah they are almost like para counselors or whatever you call it yeah. people who have to be on the ground to like negotiate to mediate between uh, groups of angry maybe drunk people mm. um, and that that must take its toll. Uh. You know, it's not yeah, maybe it's not dangerous, but it's having to deal with um these kind of really heated situations uh between people. Uh. That could be more stressful than than like actually physical danger of like putting out a fire or anything like that. Like, yeah. Right? But that probably like I mean, like I do believe that your tolerance, your patience, your stress is all is like a muscle. Uh. <laughs> you start off the day, maybe you go a lot. Yeah. But slowly over the day it gets worn out. Uh. Yeah, it gets worn out. It That's gets true. worn out. And by the end of the day, like he just someone says something, you're like, shut the fuck up. Okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. But if you are a frontline worker, mm. as part of your job, that is just wearing you out. You know? yeah, yeah. So maybe even after you go back to the office or whatever, uh, something that is not as uh, serious in other people's eyes, mm, mm. it pushes you over the edge. Yeah, you know? And it's correct. totally understandable. But another thing about this whole thing, which is, uh, it makes it even more tricky, mm. is... Right now, the whole police force yeah. is kind of being tainted, la, mm, you know. Mm, Which right. I mean, okay, if there's shit happening, uh, sure, it needs to be investigated. And mm. I hope whoever is responsible, if they can be, if there's enough uh, evidence to show that they were responsible to be mm. dealt with, la. Yeah. But the SPF for them to, it's like it's like everyone is implicated. Yeah, correct. It is. And it doesn't help that mm. the person at the Top of the the food chain for police force is Shanmugam. Uh Ministry of Home Affairs. La. Yeah, Ministry right. of Home Affairs. Yeah. Because 
of course there's the controversies of late mm. but online I'm seeing a lot of chatter saying that okay whatever he's saying now about the investigation is for show only like, because he will he, he cannot bear to lose face or something then mm. I'm like wow that's another layer to this thing which is is like almost un- unnecessary like. but do you think it's valid though because I mean he's I, I saw the news of him going to the funeral and everything like, right? yeah yeah um to pay his respects to the deceased. But uh, I mean, he, that's part of his job scope, right? To, yeah. to have to do, to take yeah. care of this issue and all. Yeah. So do you think that criticism of him, because there was a whole write-out road controversy and all that, uh, and, and him being in charge or, or saying that this needs to be investigated, is that a problem? I don't think it's a problem. Mm. And I don't think it's, it, the criticism is valid also at this yeah. point. Yeah. Because you take away the whole write-out gate, you take away all that shit, if he he's saying what he should be saying, yeah, you know he's yeah. doing what he should be doing, yeah. So this to me is a clearer example where okay, whatever happened with that fucking write out shit, it's it's personal. Mm, At this mm. point in time, it doesn't, f- it is it, not affecting my perception of of what should be done, la. Yeah, but yeah. for you, uh, no. So yeah, I think I w- I was looking at some discussions of people like, oh, how come he's going to the funeral and things like that, la, Right. Uh-huh. And I think some people were pointing out that. Isn't that is still better optics than if the police themselves went down to the to the funeral or whatnot, right? Because mm. uh, at least this shows that it's at a higher level than mm. of of someone caring about the issue, and it's someone who has the who has the power to also over really investigate this issue, like right? Yeah, overseeing the police force and everything. Whereas mm. if it's if it was someone from the police force or what who went down. Uh, it might be seen as very insensitive, mm. given the nature of what he was complaint, uh, complaint, uh. complaining about everything. So in some sense, I thought that was a, uh, I mean, uh, hard to say that it's kind because of the uh, tragic circumstances, but mm. um, necessary, la, right? And yeah. the right thing to do for yeah. Shamugan to go down there. La. And so kudos that to the MHA for doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a very tricky spot now where every step they take will be very heavily scrutinized. As in they uh, meaning? The police. Uh, the police. Oh, the yeah, police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, certain things like uh, when you see certain Facebook posts, mm. uh, some of which are not available anymore, it really yeah. makes you go like, oh my God. And uh, Yuvaraj, Yuvaraja apparently posted it like with a sign-off message, mm, la, you mm, know. Mm. And it's fucking sad. La. Yeah. And then yeah. it just makes you wonder like, okay, just, okay, let's say you read that post he clearly was passionate about his job. Mm. Um, to write that sort of note on a social media platform, mm. it's not the easiest thing to write also. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he wrote it, he signed off, he said bye. It just makes you feel like, okay, this this wasn't an impulsive thing. La. It mm. was a build-up. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you think, oh shit, like whatever was done. Because, you know, the, it's the thing, right? Even in your personal life, you, you, might, you might think you're helping someone. Mm be it your partner, your friend and all, but you might be doing more harm. Like you can offer help. Yeah. But if it's not actually helping them, does that count? Mm, mm. You know, so in this case, it's like, ugh, it's just a very tough, tough read or tough thing to think about. Correct. Yeah. So difficult one. And, and I understand the, you know, we talk about workplace on that, but at the same time, a lot of these uniform groups, are right? Uh, the military, the police and all, more so than, most regular jobs that, that you and I do, right? Uh, the identity is embedded within, you know, 
the, their identity, their sense of self is embedded within their job. Like, it's literally what they wear to work every day, their uniform and all. Mm. Um, so there's probably even a sense of like, yeah, um, feeling betrayed by, you know, your occupation and betrayed by this group that you thought you were part of, like, right? Mm. That, that, that he felt as well, which, yeah, it's tough, man. Tough for someone who, you can tell this guy is really passionate about his, his vocation and his work, like, right? Yeah. And to, you know, in some sense, feel that kind of rejection that he felt, uh, as you can read in his letter. It's a, wow, it's a damn tough thing. Uh. But but this yeah. way, like what you said, is a tricky spot because at this point, um, not not to say play devil's advocate or something, mm, like, mm. but I remember of last year, there was one case where there was someone who was also working in the police force mm. who uh, quit or something along the lines of like she was pregnant, but she... Uh, mm, mm. had a poor performance appraisal yeah, yeah, yeah. and she went online and and she got a lot of like uh, positive feedback like saying oh mm. you were you were discriminated against yeah. but I remember when we did the podcast we looked at it we were like oh you were pregnant I think four times in six mm. years mm, 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 mm. Um, and it didn't feel as one-sided as it was when you read the news yeah. that you know yeah. she was wronged by the organisation yeah so in this case, of course, the investigation is still ongoing. Mm. I wouldn't even want to fathom the fact that, oh, his claims were unsubstantiated. Mm, mm, mm. But I think it's also important that the investigation hopefully yields something. Like. Whether yeah. or not it's done by the best people, I don't know. Yeah. Whether it's done by an independent party, I don't know. But it also needs, that has to have some weight. Like. Mm, mm. In the sense, like, is SPF automatically guilty? I don't know. Mm, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's really workplace kind of disputes. It's where it's very much a he say, she say situation. That's why I'm hoping that if anything, uh, yeah, like, there's more black and white documentation of what, what happened, uh, right? Because the yeah. truth is the public, I think over the weekend, the public has been become very interested in this story mm. because of how tragic the circumstances of his death were, mm. plus how public the you know, the, the suicide note and everything was, like, plus all the corroborating uh, accounts that are coming from people who worked with him. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it's cast this spotlight on the on the police police force and their processes and everything like that. And, uh, and because, yeah, the other thing is when you read the, the note, you know, it's so specific, right? Mm. It's so specific naming individuals, naming what exactly happened in what instances and things like that. So it's like, yeah, you know that this guy has has gone through a lot of trauma based on those instances that he recounted. Yeah, because he literally says the name of the people yeah. who have all been like identified yeah. and like um, people are really critiquing them. I think one of them was a scholar. Yeah. And it immediately feels like, oh, these are the people in power. They are part of the messed up elite or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, it might be true. Yeah. They might be totally guilty, but it feels like, oh, fuck, there is something here that is wrong, that is yeah. broken. Yeah. But that's why, yeah, that's why we 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 have only heard one side of the story, like, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, from all those other people who are named and everything, like, uh, for them, it's 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 not not easy to deal with as well, like, right? Uh, whether yeah. it's for them or their families or anything, so it's yeah, wow, it's a, such a difficult situation to get through. Man. And I mean, like, apparently, like he also was facing uh, tensions with his own family. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So. Yeah. At, at the at the core of it, it just feels like okay. Here's a Singaporean guy, mm. one of one of us, yeah, 
who was going through a rough time at work and at home and unfortunately decided to end his life lah which is just yeah. fucking sad lah but yeah. if you look if you step back you look at the 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 general sentiment of everyone feeling a bit more squeezed mm. or at least large parts of society being very squeezed yeah it just feels like oh fuck like um yeah the the, the stress the stress is mounting man mm, mm, the stress mm. is mounting and i don't know man just just talking about it, last last week was almost it was bitter it was bitter but it was entertaining to a certain extent mm. but this one is just like wow it's a uh, it's it's sad lah It is, yeah, and I mean, not much we can also add to the conversation that much because it's still a very developing story, lah, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I I I think all in all, it's like yeah, workplace disputes. That's that's the thing about work, lah, right? It's although we talked today about trying to get get work life balance and things like that. At the end of the day, work is still very such a large part of everyone's identity because we spend so much time every day. Doing the things we do at work, mm, la, right? Mm. Um, and when you tie that so closely to you know your self belief and your self confidence and things like that, one, yeah, it can be just one bad day at work or one bad semester or one bad year at work or something like that, and mm. that just ruins your your whole outlook on life, lah, and leads you down this really dark path. And that's why, yeah, it's important to you know, um, yeah, just just have a reality check or sanity check once in a while with friends and and all uh to understand also yeah the job you're doing it's still sometimes it's still a job lah, right mm. and and there are larger things in life to also think about lah. do you know anyone personally who was like you saw them change when they entered a certain job oh yeah i mean a lot of people lah, right mm. like they, they get uh if they don't like their workplace a lot of times sometimes even just a bad boss Yeah. One bad boss in the organization, uh. and that that ruins the whole thing for them really, and it can be have very, yeah, very 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 bad effects on their their mental health and all that. Yeah, yeah. But then Terrence, what what about the the older generation? They would say Terrence, just just suck it up lah. Yeah, okay? yeah. You think our time don't have like bad boss, don't have bad colleague? Don't yeah, be yeah. so sensitive lah, Terrence. No, I mean there there definitely is an element to pushing yourself and challenging yourself and mm. opening up. Uh, opening up your yourself to to not say conflict lah, right? But uh, dealing with challenging situations or people. Mm. Um, but you know, it depends on the hierarchy of the organization and how much power you have to you know to report or push back or anything like that lah. Mm. And uh, you and I have been through military service, uh, where we I, maybe the culture is different now. But back then, we know that culture was it was very hierarchical, right? Mm. And essentially, if you had a grievance about About something happening at uh in your unit or in your chain of command and all that, uh, one of the last things you would think about doing is calling some SAF hotline and reporting it because you know your life will be like crap yeah. for for the next few for the next few months or the remaining months of your of yeah. your NS days, like, Right. So I don't know. Hopefully, these things have have evolved and changed with time. But uh, yeah, I I I would still say. Uh, yeah, just sucking it up is not the best advice to 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 get lah. Mm. Right, when mm. someone's dealing with a workplace issue. Yeah, yeah. especially especially in this day and age, like, I mean, the the workplace there's there's, there's probably bullying uh, and and toxic toxic workplaces more than people imagine. Yeah. But I think in companies like what you say, where the hierarchy is part of the culture, just by virtue of the rank, mm. that does make things more. Tricky lah, because without saying a word, really, you are put on a on a on a hierarchy lah. You know, yeah, correct. which which unless like every guy listening to this, we would have been through army. 
maybe some some women been through a uh, uniform group experience and yeah mm. it, it 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 immediately sets up a power dynamic lah. yeah yeah right so all the more organizations that are based with very clear hierarchies they do need to do more to make sure that okay these power dynamics are not exploited lah. yeah and the processes and everything are documented properly yeah. and i mean yeah. at the end of the day like if if you know anyone or if you yourself are struggling like there's a bunch of resources out yeah. there which i mean we will also put in this episode description yeah uh yeah just over the past week i heard someone else tell me that when they lost their brother to suicide mm, uh, mm. they also keep it's something i thought that never leaves them like how come we didn't pick up on it yeah, yeah. you know i think you know that person also yeah. we were both in the room and the person told us that and we're like oh shit yeah. actually you 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 never know and sometimes in this world where everyone is almost incentivized to paint your facade of happiness mm, mm. it's hard to detect la. difficult yeah Oh man. Well yeah. Uh man oh know, man. Speaking of uh not following I mean okay speaking of processes like right mm. and following protocol and things like that like in, mm. in, which is like clockwork in a military organization or a uniformed organization. Uh someone did not follow protocol when they were up north in Malaysia for a concert. Mm. And that has kind of uh spoiled everyone's party. Mm. Pardon the pun. Spoiled the party for a lot of people. And what is this incident that happened there? Uh, I believe it was also over the weekend on Saturday, at the other extreme mm. of mm. like mm. what what mm. what we discussed about the first topic that happened on that Friday. Okay. Um, it was something that happened during the Good Vibes Festival. Yeah. Which is a three-day event that was set to run from Friday to yesterday, Sunday yes. in KL. Yes. That was going to feature, I think, like a multitude of acts. Mm. It's like a music festival, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. So on Saturday night, uh, there was a band playing the 1975, mm. and during the performance, the lead singer Matt Healy, yeah, um, kind of uh, went on a on a spiel about his thoughts on uh, Malaysia, lah. Yeah, and how it was a uh, is run by a bunch of. Yeah, he was basically shitting on the singer, uh, the Malaysian government, mm, mm. and then after that, he made out with his uh, co-bandmate. Yes, uh, a man. Yeah, uh, yeah. same-sex kiss. Correct. And I think uh, the next day, the whole festival was cancelled. Yeah, the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because 1975 headlined Friday, lah, right? Oh, they headlined Friday. Yeah. Correct, so correct, Saturday yes. and Sunday ended up getting cancelled entirely. Yeah. So I mean, and like some big names, lah. The Strokes mm. were the main event. Uh, over the weekend, yep. an Australian singer, Kit Leroy, yeah, um, and then the basically the the Ministry of Communication mm, mm. in Malaysia, they yeah. came out and said that yeah like um, they 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 were while they were committed to supporting the development of creative industries and freedom of expression, mm, mm. never touch on the sensitivities of the community, especially those that are against the traditions and values of the local culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently, also earlier this year in March, mm. the government did introduce stricter guidelines when it comes to dress code, dress code and conduct for anyone, any foreign acts coming to Malaysia. Yeah, correct. So you look at it, you're like, wow. Hmm. How do you feel? Uh, fun fact: the 1975, they also performed in Singapore oh, before it? this. Yeah. They mm. were here for one night only. Mm. Uh, not nothing. Is it like, this 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 yeah, few yeah, weeks this round before uh, before uh, anything? And the update was that the 1975 cancelled its shows in Jakarta and Taipei as well, uh. But they came to Singapore, uh. 
That was because that was yeah. before the Good Vibes yeah. Festival, uh, right? So, do you do you know of the nineteen seventy five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do. I know uh, a couple of their songs, yeah. Uh. uh and they've done, I mean, they've done some nice covers on that, that BBC One uh, channel that I always, uh, I always uh, talk about in my one shot thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you ask me how I feel, eh? mm. oh, I'm just thinking like if that happened in Singapore, right? Yeah. Would the same thing have happened? Can you imagine if it happened on like day one, February 2024, day one of Coldplay's series of the six opening concerts. Act, uh, yeah, the opening the op- act. <laughs> the opening act does something and then it ends up getting all six shows cancelled. Wow, you can imagine what kind of riots I think that Taylor we, Swift, Taylor in the Swift. first Taylor Swift one, yeah. there's something happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine in Singapore, was I don't know whether they would cancel it or in Singapore. Don't know, man. Don't know. Uh, fun fact again, mm. like with all the controversy about F one going on with Iswaran and Ong Beng Singh being arrested by CPIB, uh-huh. uh, over the, I think over the weekend or la- late last week, the F one organizers came out and said the F one will proceed as as mm. normal. Mm. You know, so regardless of whatever is being discussed or, or investigated, nothing will happen there. But you're saying that uh, in maybe Singapore, if Iswaran and Ong Beng Singh had a same sex kiss, then there <laughs> might be then there might be something different. <laughs> uh. Like right now they get arrested, CBIB, okay like you all do your own thing. Yeah. But yeah. this one was at the event, no. Mm, mm, mm. But, but what do you think of that? That uh you know, we we last year I think we talked a bit about this, about the World Cup, right? You know, being in Qatar mm. and uh, you know, I think the there were players or the players wanted to wear like rainbow armbands at one point and then later they they shelved the idea, and there were all these controversies about. Uh, uh, I think a, a journalist, LGBT journalist, uh, who also was had something happen to him during the tournament and yeah. things like that, right? Yeah. So there were all these talks about. Um, you know, should the should the players be be protesting against the host country that they're invited to play in, right? Mm. Uh, and, and basically going up against the law the laws of that place that you are visiting, which is essentially what the 1975 uh, has done here, right? Yeah. They have been invited to come to Malaysia, to places like Jakarta, where uh, LGBT uh, rights aren't as, as liberal already, right? Aren't as liberal. Uh, and, but they decided, okay, or he, the, the band decided, okay, we're just going to put it out there that where we don't support whatever's going on here, right? Mm. Um, what do you think of, what do you think of that, I mean, so in this way, yeah, la, I think 1975 fucked up. La. Mm. Um, because uh, like according to what's in the news, the festival of organizer Future Sound Asia, yeah. um, they, they said that the 1975's management mm. had promised that the band would obey performance guidelines. Mm. Uh, of which I assume same-sex kissing is not allowed. La. Yeah. Um, and Healy did not honor those assurances mm, mm, and I mean I think he was quoted as saying that you know I made a mistake when we were booking shows I wasn't looking into it I don't see the fucking point of inviting the 1975 to a country and then telling us who we can have sex with mm, mm. so if that is the case right yeah I feel like even though I, I disagree with the cancellation you you, you can't fault them I guess because mm, mm. if it was laid down as like okay these are the performance restrictions yeah you flaunt, uh, you you forgo it. You uh, you go past it. Then yeah, like what what else can the authorities do? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a lot of uh, pushback as well yeah. from 
people in the LGBTQ community mm, mm. who are saying that this whole very performative act- activism actually kind of, uh, you know, uh, like creates more stigma around the community, more mm. more anger and stigma against the community than before. Mm. Which is true, right? I'm sure there are a lot of people, not just performers, but the people attending as well who are really pissed off that the, the festival got cancelled. Yeah. So... I mean, who who's there to blame, right? Uh, you can blame the band and all, but but generally now the band is associated with like you know uh, activism for LGBTQ rights. And and yeah. you can imagine the 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 anti LGBTQ rights activists or even the leadership, right? They'll mm. be like, you see lah, you see what happens. Yeah. You know, you see what happens. Yeah. So you can understand why there's there's backlash because it's a. It clearly flouted the the restrictions, mm, mm. and it put into not just the attendees, no. Yeah. In festivals like this, there's a lot of vendors. Yeah, correct, correct. That's right. Who are banking on the customers to buy their burgers or buy their t-shirts and shit, mm. and everyone is fucked. Like there's some there been some videos of some of the performance, the acts who are performing in their hotel lobbies and mm, all. Yes, yes, yes. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. But for the vendors, yeah. they're kind of screwed, man. Yeah. Um, and this is off the back of the seismic uh, announcements and, and subsequent craze of six concerts in Singapore by Coldplay. Mm. Six concerts in Singapore by Taylor Swift. Uh, what was it? Uh? Uh, is it eight or nine or 11 nights of Jackie concert? Chung, uh. Jackie Chung. Yeah. You know, uh, and we were asking what, what makes Singapore, I think during that period we were all in our heads was like, what makes Singapore such a Concert uh, hub, yeah, concert hub, such a uh, such a what do you call it? Uh, attractive destination for for uh, these singers and, and bands and everything mm. And um, I mean, voila, like here's the reason. But <laughs> here's one of the reasons. But this this has nothing to do about Singapore being attractive. Right? No, no, nothing to do with Singapore being attractive. Yeah, but I was saying they're damn strict there. The risk when you go to other countries, like right, they are more they are stricter. Uh, when it comes to these things than Singapore, right? But you never know. We've never had a same-sex kiss on during a performance in Singapore. Yeah, So yeah, probably yeah. what True. is happening now, they're, test, they're test. emailing Chris Martin, Chris, can we get on a call with you uh, very soon just to go over the guidelines, yeah, you yeah. know? Do not at any point in time make out with any of your male bandmates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift's team also getting a yeah. lot of Zoom calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to be very clear, do not, do not make out with any one of the same sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah lah, The 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 thing Taylor Swift and Coldplay are uh, they've been doing this for for so long and and you know big concerts and everything lah, right? And so far, I haven't heard of any kind of controversy like that from them. Mm. So generally, probably quite safe lah, I would imagine. Because let's say they come here and they 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 speak out against a law in Singapore that in itself within Singaporeans is controversial. Let's yeah. say the death penalty yeah. or the, the super strict stance on drugs and all. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, in some way, then you're making it political. Mm, correct. Yeah. You're making the show political. Yeah. Uh, and I can't I can't imagine them not suffering any consequences. Mm, mm, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's what, that's, I mean, fortunate or unfortunate, that's probably also part of the reason that, that you know, um, the concert organizers and bands and everything are probably choosing what they believe to be the safest place to to hold a, a bunch of concerts. 
Yeah. And they make it, they put the onus on, you know, people from around the region who want to see us in concert, please come to this one place. I suppose we go to your place and shit like this happens, like, right? Where another band says something stupid and then we get Oh, we yeah, get canceled, yeah. Right? So the festival in Singapore yeah, is like, festivals. yo, guys. Yo, guys, we, we the bomb, man. We the yeah, bomb. Yeah. Because apparently back in May, there was a call from the uh, Islamic party, uh, P, the past party in, in Malaysia to cancel mm. Coldplay's concert. Mm, yeah. um, and then another past MP recently called on Malaysian government to control number of concerts by foreign artists like Blackpink. Mm, so mm, Singapore mm. is like, okay, go ahead. Wait, come on to us, man. Come we'll on. We'll take them all. Yeah. Maybe. How many ones? Six? Nine? Eleven? <laughs> Tell us. We have a special price for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you buy six, you get one free. Yeah, buy six, get one free. <laughs> buy five, six. get one free. Uh, like. That's why they did six. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was the forward thinking uh, process of someone in Singapore who was like, okay, Malaysia, Indonesia getting more, 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 more conservative, lah. You know, mm, mm, at some point mm. with all these Western acts getting more liberal, right? There's yeah. going to be a clash. Yes, we yes. need to capitalize on that clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. We are conservative, but we will appear liberal. Mm, Bring mm. these people here, get all their money, and become the hub of concerts in in Southeast Asia. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's really something that the was. forward Singapore plan, lah. Uh, not not say the four Singapore plan, but probably the sports hubs plan to you know make themselves more attractive ah, as yeah, well, yeah, right? Yeah. Like uh, a lot of these Western acts, uh, so you, so to speak. Then you see like luxury service apartments popping up around the sports hub, you know? Yeah, the yeah. Coldplay, the Coldplay building, the Coldplay yeah. resort, yeah, the the Taylor Swift, uh, Taylor Land or something yeah, like that. Taylor, yeah, Taylor Land. We offer them like yeah, theme residencies, park, residencies, theme park, uh, residencies. <laughs> you got Las Vegas residency. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got Singapore residency. Yeah. yeah, you. That means they stay right next to the sports yeah, hub, and then they. they <laughs> Then they hang out at Kalang Wave Mall during the day. Then after that, they can walk over to the stadium at night. Yeah, exactly. Go yeah. run in the fountains. You know, they close yeah, yeah, off yeah. the public fountains for Chris Martin and Taylor Swift all to run around. Were they ever dating? Don't know. No, no, no. I don't think no. so. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah. Like, you look at this, you're like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And I think there was one specific singer who uh, wanted to dedicate a set. She was performing at like, the festival. The Malaysian singer, right? Yeah, yeah. And then she Ta- wanted Ta- to dedicate... Or something. Yeah, she wanted to dedicate a set to her... Uh, her recently passed away mum mm. uh, and now she can't because yeah. the set has been cancelled entirely and everything uh, 1975. so yeah a bit a bit uh, selfish right that kind of thing because at the end of the day yeah, they, they could have still done it like on their own platform or something after after the concert or the, after the whole weekend was done right mm. but they chose to do it uh, that also affected the livelihoods of all the musicians before and after them, lah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically pissed off a lot of people. Mm. Not just the government, but yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Definitely not. I think they've been banned permanently from performing in Malaysia uh, anymore. Uh, confirm, ah, confirm. Yeah. But uh, do you think... It w- but so in that case, if, if they want to come back to Asia and they want to come to Singapore, mm. do you think Singapore will take them in? Uh, yeah, but they're very strict rules. <laughs> very like strict you have to stay two meters away from your bandmate at any point in time. Uh, <laughs> there'll be, there'll be you, guards on stage. Yeah, if you get close there. enough, you'll get a mini tase, you know. They uh, wear shock collars. Shock collar, shock collar. <laughs> yeah, anytime you perform how much you want, but in the audience, just got some people from NCCY and all, just like, uh, oh, okay, we're getting close. Bam! Yeah, just zap him. Just a reminder. Yeah, just a reminder. We are watching. Uh, we are watching. You don't yeah, do yeah. stupid shit. Uh. But actually, I, I think even more than that, like uh, it might look I don't know. Maybe for Singapore, it might 
not look very good to to you know let someone who you know is practically banned from Malaysia come to Singapore just come yeah and then, oh yeah yeah come 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 and, and perform have here, we not right? done that before feels like we have feels like we have but but this one is such a sore point you see because they literally were in Malaysia and then did something stupid and then now got cancelled mm. then now Singapore like, oh come on come on come on oh yeah like, yeah, like, bit, yeah. because off, like, right? because Singapore you know we do have a conservative uh, section of society yeah, 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 yeah. and I can imagine if we are inviting a band that has done publicly uh, flouted yeah, laws right and publicly had a same sex uh, kiss yeah, confirm yeah. some groups in Singapore will be pissed off yeah they would confirm <sighs> performative activism Sigh. performative activism I thought performative activism only happens in parliament let it go Harish let it go we move on to a new week no but really. it's like like we're a week away from par- the next parliament sitting oh yes 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 that's true we are yeah. a week away a whole week away so if you're yeah. listening remember the the order paper will come out like on the weekend or something mm. about the topics that are being discussed yeah. If you want to go, remember your three times twenty cents. Yes. Twenty cent coins. Yes. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yes. Uh, oh, this is a heavy episode. But moving on to, what is your one shook comment? Uh one shook comment. Uh, let, let me let me let me pull it up. Do mm. you do you have something? Uh, I think uh, just want in the comments of uh the. Uh, f- episode 416 our recent one about Tan Chuan Jin and Ching Lihui and all that uh, I think uh, there was a, just a discussion started by apprehensive Neil 971 uh, imagine if uh, Leon Pereira and Tan Chuan Jin went out for a quiet drink now and ran to each other at a bar mm. uh, or Ching Lihui and Nicosia ran to each other at a nail salon or whatever so I mean so yeah it, it sparked a bit of a discussion but and then it also came up that uh, Tan Chuan Jin was known to be, this was from Jungle Jimbo, la, that Tan Chuan Jin was known to be quite friendly with Pritam. And, uh, you know, they there was even a photo of them having lunch together and things like that. La. So mm. that was something, that was a little detail that I, I think I probably just completely forgot or overlooked, la, right? Mm. That they're not necessarily all adversaries in parliament. Yeah, They can be friends outside. And uh, even uh, saying something like, um, fucking populist to someone else now in the context of that you know maybe they're all also friends and buddies and things like that joking about it it could have been right like sometimes when when you say wow fucking asshole you're fucking asshole to me or or vice versa and things Mm. like that it's a joke right it's a joking comment Um, but yeah just this angle of like them possibly being friends and that was like just Almost sarcastic kind of thing, fucking populist. It's mean. like WWE, la. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. or USC, where yeah. oh, you come out on yeah, stage, like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by right, after that, you go pee next to each yeah, other. Yeah, you exactly. know, like, hey, Jameis, what's up? And then Jameis is like, I can't believe you said that. Dude. You're <laughs> a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking populist. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, that, yeah. that, that I think has been lost in the, the context of the last two weeks, la, right? When everyone's so outraged by, by it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a good reminder. That, yeah, actually, they do probably also talk to each other mm. outside of work officially as well. La. I think there was some articles that were written like when the US politics was getting so polarized. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. There was one account from a politician from like the 80s or 90s and they said, yeah. gone are the days where after every parliamentary, like no, like Senate debate or anything, we would all go out for a meal together. 
I think now the US is too fractured already. Yeah. But maybe Singapore hasn't reached that state yet. Maybe not. Yeah. They can they can go and limb copy together. And yeah. Like that. yeah. After after their respective like late night meetings, they meet up for supper. At McDonald's, uh, Tan Chuan Jin. Uh, yeah. McDonald's after yeah, and where? 26 right out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for parties. Big party. Okay. Uh, yeah. My my one show comment is someone who pointed out uh, original poster 2020 mm. who said I have to share this. Uh, they shared a photo on Instagram by um, a local content creator who we have we have highlighted before the mm. the Mockingbird uh, yeah. the satirical news. They they did a post where they graded the resignation letters of uh, um, uh, Tan Chuan Jin. Oh yes. So it was just funny. Like it's like it's like a like a teacher You know they got mm-hmm. red marks and all. Like uh, you know in the resignation letter the dear. Prime Minister Lee is written yeah. written out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they circled that and they said, avoiding word count, question mark. Yeah. And then recently I made a mistake and then they underlined understatement. Um, and then the line, some have also called for my resignation. They underlined mm. some, then they put all. <laughs> so it's just it's just funny. Like. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's great, man. It's great. So kudos, kudos to them. Mm. Mm. Cool. And cool, cool. then your one shock thing. Uh, my one shock thing is uh, over the weekend, Mm. Lionel Messi mm. uh, started uh, not started but he debuted for Inter Miami yeah. in the MLS and uh, he came on I think in the 50 something minute mm. and the amazing thing is that he he actually scored the winner of the game yeah. in the 93rd minute yeah. of the match yeah. uh, and it was a classic Lionel Messi free kick, kick. from outside the penalty box yeah. uh, and everyone erupted lah. you can see the celebrations uh, Serena Williams Kim Kardashian. Beckham, Kim Kardashian they were all in the audience uh, LeBron I think was there also yeah. so it was just like uh, quite a debut lah, and it really shows you like uh, yeah, we've lost Lionel Messi from the you know the top most competitive leagues in Europe but he can still do amazing things where he is in MLS. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also found out like Inter Miami is last no, in the league. Oh, uh, I don't even follow the MLS uh, to uh, be honest. But then, yeah. so then, okay, so then it makes me think like, what is, what is Messi's motivation? Mm. Is it because he won the World Cup and he was like, you know, maybe internally he was like, once I win the World Cup, I've I've done enough, lah. You know, I'm just gonna mm. go out on a high. Yeah, I'm not gonna try and compete with the best because I've reached my pinnacle. Now mm. I'm just I just want to leave my legacy, lah. Because he's making a shit ton of money from yeah. this, lah. Yeah, and, and conquering new markets, ah, getting getting yeah. his face, uh, his name in a in a very big market, right? Yeah, that uh, where soccer where or football is probably only the fourth most popular sport, yeah, lah, uh, right? Yeah. And I mean, the people following him there, there's Sergio Busquets, yeah, yeah, who yeah. was like one, my one shock thing a few weeks ago. Yeah. The Dani Alves, I think, yeah. or Jordi Alba, yeah. another Barcelona legend who's going to Inter Miami. Yeah. So kudos to David Beckham and his team for, yeah. for structuring this. Like. There's even negotiations of, uh, I think Suarez, they're thinking of getting Luis well, Suarez that, as well, yeah, which would but, be crazy. But that's the interesting thing, right? Like, there's so many there's an exodus of players both west and east from the Europe mm, mm, so mm, now there's people going to the US and now there's people going to the Middle East yeah. a lot of high profile players are going to the Middle East yeah. I think it's good eh? I think it's good that, that the concentration it's not centralized eh? yeah concentration of uh, power and even the audience you have more options to choose from yeah really. but then you cannot watch everything then you watch like I don't know I don't know, I don't know whether it's good good yeah don't know, eh? You I like think, you no, like okay. centralized authority no, 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 no. deciding you, everything you. for no. you. I think I think it's good <laughs> in the long term perspective. I do yeah. agree. Like it reduces the inequality of football around the world. Yeah. But then, like, oh, last time you watched the 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 El Clasico, uh, 
Oh yeah, Ooh, that, yeah, like the menu Liverpool's or the menu, yeah. So, but it kind of works out now, right? That means when you watch El Clasico, it's a new generation of players. True, la, true, true, true. Whereas if you want the old stuff, if you want to live in the past, then you go to MLS or Saudi Arabia to watch. <laughs> yeah, <right? correct. laughs> okay, yeah, kind of. All these people pass their prime, all. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my one show thing is a is a Dutch study mm. that shows that uh, certain species of birds. Uh, more specifically, the corvid, um, uh, which which yeah, I think um, and corvids and crows and magpies. Mm. There's a there's a there's been a lot of anti-bird spikes that have been put around um, uh, countries like in Netherlands. Mm. But now the birds have started using these anti-bird spikes to build mm. their nests. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's just like it's a big f you to all this this anti-bird spikes. Like because wow. normally they would take branches and all. Yeah, it's so not they take branches, but. They also take these bird spikes off to build their own nest, la. So wow. I thought, and you look at the nest; it's it's pretty. It, it's like what you would imagine, like a combination of twigs, branches, and anti-bird spikes. Oh, it's like a bird fortress. Yeah, kind of. And they're, they're like, building. okay, you're just giving us more materials. Yeah. So screw you all. I'm gonna take your shit, lah. Oh, power. Yeah, That's man. nature. Nature taking <laughs> I mean, over. In some way, uh, one of the anti-bird mechanics is chicken wire, lah. Oh, yes. So the birds are using chicken wire, wire the irony. to build their house. <laughs> so so, so yeah. why is that? Why is that so shook for you to to see this? I mean, it's just nice to see like 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 I think it's always so awesome to see birds or like any animal display a, like a level of intelligence that shows like some sort of consciousness, Because uh. we haven't been able to prove like how intelligent they are. Yeah. Maybe they are different sort of intelligence. And this one mm-hmm. almost feels like you can imagine them talking and they could talk. Huh? They're like, yeah. you want us to stop, you want to stop us from loitering? You know what? Screw you all. Yeah. We're going to build our houses with this, with mm-hmm. what you do uh, to to show you who's boss. Huh? Wow. Yeah. I like it. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. Nice. All right. All right. Thanks for, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah.